Blind Man Brewery, makers of craft beer in central Alberta, proudly presents this episode of Harmonious Gentlemen. podcast episodes were the number of NHL records held by the one and only great one, Wayne Gretzky. You'd know this has to be episode 61 of The Harmonious Gentleman. Do you know that between his all-star records, regular season, and playoff, he has 61 NHL records? Does he have any records that are not in the NHL? Ooh, great question. Minor leagues? Not in that 61, but yeah, he must. Right. I would guess. Yeah. Well, if he's listening, nice, well <laughs> yeah. done. Wayne, we love you. Uh, you're Chris. I'm Chris. You're yeah. Graham? I am Graham. Who's that guy? And I'm I'm Tyler. Yeah. And I'm streaming live right now for the first time ever on Instagram. Yeah. And what's happening? Like, I have no idea really what's going on. Who's watching? I think or? one person may have joined. Um, so I actually totally missed your intro. Okay. So it had to do with Wayne Gretzky. Had to do with Wayne Gretzky. Nice. He was an oiler. In the 1950s. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to hear two of my favorite NHL statistics? One is Jim Dreger's favorite statistic. Is this the brother duo? Oh, man. You know this one. (laughs) Wrecked it. What? Well, you're going to. Oh, no. Ask the question. So one is. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Keep it in. Um, What? Yeah. What NHL siblings hold them have the most points together? And maybe you'd guess. What would you guess, Graham? Probably the Sedines. The Sedines, good guess. Sedine <laughs> twins. Cardinals, maybe all the Sutters. Mm-hmm. But no, it's yeah. Wayne and Brent Gretzky. I think Brent has one assist. I'm Wayne, sorry. Wayne I spoiled the whole thing. Points. It's so funny. But Jim's favorite statistic is, who did Wayne Gretzky score his first any his first professional goal against? The Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers. Really? Yeah. Cool. How's, thought, this, how's this intro working? Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's loose. Tyler threw us off with the streaming. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um... We hope you're doing well Mm -hmm. whenever you're listening this morning or this evening. Uh, We had a really kind email. Just the the kind that sort of warmed my heart in other places. Um, If you want to maybe share that. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's fairly long. I won't read the whole thing, but it comes from long time. Actually, that's not true to say long time, but recent fan, Mm -hmm. but maybe a bit of a super fan. His name's Caden. And he says, hi, gents. Just wanted to say thank you for providing thought-provoking material. And some great laughs too. The first episode I turned, I tuned into was episode 48 and I'm slowly making my way back through the rest of the catalog. So he goes on to say that he, he recommends some things. One is a band called silent planet. And right. I think Tyler knows a little bit about them. Yeah. I've listened to them a little bit. Very heavy, very loud. Good recommendation. Got me. He, uh, when I read that, I immediately put it on. That's cool. Nice. So thanks Caden. Um, and he also says he would love to talk about music with Tyler and how Graham does the recording of all the musical tracks. Yeah. He'd like to pick your brain sometime. It's all very secretive. <laughs> so too bad, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if, if Caden hasn't emailed me back by the time this episode airs, he, he's got to check his inbox because I wrote him a very long email of uh, okay. email recommendations. Sweet. Yep. He'll appreciate that, I'm sure. Tyler, I can't see your whole face from here, but I was wondering if you would have a nose piercing. My nostrils still just have the uh, original two holes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Stock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, so I did not follow through with that. Um, But while 
sorry, I want to go back to like our, our listeners. We got it. We have to shout out another listener. Oh my Noah. goodness. Yeah. He, uh, he, I, bought. you know, actually I disagree with this <laughs> shout out completely, but you guys go ahead. Graham's wearing a, a beautiful, the tragically hip t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I have a matching one. Um, yeah, just thanks to Noah. He, he, he bought them for us after listening to an episode where yeah. I think two of the three of us mentioned <laughs> being big fans of the trash so of the funny. hip. I love that he did this. <laughs> I two thirds love that you did this, Noah. It actually like made my day. Oh, he, uh-huh. In the morning he gave it to us and I was just so happy. Yeah. And I yeah. kept seeing it on my chair like, oh, I'm going to put that on when I get That's home. That's cool. Yeah. So I had to so, wear it tonight. Yeah. Very, so shout out yeah. to Noah. We should take a picture of Graham wearing, are you wearing yours under that hoodie? No, I'm not. Graham, let's do it. Is wearing it. Yeah. Noah, you'd be so proud. Yeah. yeah. And again, gifts to the show are, are definitely encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, we're going all kind of jumping back and forth, but you asked me to follow up on something I I mentioned I might try. Right. Graham actually promised that he would That's do something. Right. Good Graham, memory. Did you do Tyler. it? Did what you make did the I, phone call? Oh, the phone call. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> the excuse part of the show brought to you by our new sponsor. <laughs> London life insurance. <laughs> um, you guys like, this is why we do the show so I can be vulnerable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I didn't, I, I can't, I can't do it. Did you think about it or you forgot? Um, I thought about it once because my wife put a piece of paper by the front door Whoa! as a way to remind me. And it, I appreciate it. Thank you for that. It helped to remind me <laughs> <laughs> guys. I, I explained this before. It's one of those things that I just, it's not a hard thing to do. I just, I, I haven't done it. Does it have to be you doing this? I don't know exactly the surrounding details. Yeah. I don't want to go too far into it, but I mean, at this point, I think even if it doesn't have to be you, it needs to be you, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. So so you've had a couple, a couple tries at this. We, we said that there need to be some consequences possibly kicking you off the podcast or if you didn't do it, but that that's a good segue into what we might talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. We're talking about, I think Mm. we're going to talk about, yes. Um, second chances, Third chances, fourth chances, yeah, forgiveness, yeah, that kind of thing. I need, I need forgiveness. Yeah. Not really well, from us. I mean, no. <laughs> well, let's do that. But before we do that, we have to thank Cilantro and Chive and uh, shout them out a bit before we hit the segment. But thanks again, Cilantro and Chive. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. What was the last thing you ate there? I got something that I I, I have some go tos like the the duck wings. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. good. Eh? Um. And then even just like the burgers are always good, but I got something different last time and it was very, very good. I think it was like a pasta bowl or a noodle bowl of some kind. Okay. Yeah. But you can't go only the burger of the month. I, I yeah, always, I can't always help good. myself. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's listen to that jingle. Jingle time. This segment is proudly supported by Cilantro and Chive. The harmonious gentlemen highly recommend their fresh, simple eats and their passion for making their community a more harmonious place. All right, guys, I'm actually super excited to recommend something tonight. It's a it's a movie that my wife and I watched. It's awesome. Uh, it's kind of out there, like content wise. Well, I but it's it's Chris. Just, I don't know what you think, but I don't think Graham should be recommending in this okay. segment. <laughs> okay. I think that's right, Graham. Like we've talked about 
the yeah. fact that there has to be a consequence to you not following through on your can commit we, to Christ. Can we start next time though? I, I want to share no, this one. I think your enthusiasm is just reinforcing this idea that we're not going to let you wreck it. Wreck if you're it. Recomm- Are you serious right now? If your recommendation's so good, it'll wait till next time. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. And we know this is going to be an actual punishment because you love recommending stuff. It's an awesome movie, though. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say what the name is. He talked about it the whole way here, but no, (laughs) you're going to just have to wait till next time. Fine. Tyler? I'm going to Uh, recommend um, the writings of Thomas Merton. Have you guys heard of him? I've heard the name. Would not be able to tell one thing he wrote. Um, Sounds lame. (laughs) (laughs) Well... He is, uh, you're lucky he's a harmonious guy. Um, he's an American Trappist monk, or was. He passed away in the 60s. But I've been reading some of his uh, writings lately. Mostly just, I have this book called The Pocket Tr- Thomas Merton. And it's just short little reflections and poems and things that he's written. And uh, yeah, in the past, I've recommended Richard Rohr. Mm-hmm. And uh, got positive feedback from listeners like that who checked that out and if if that was you if you enjoyed richard Rohr and kind of his style of writing and where he's coming from you might like thomas merton as well so nice does he have like a very famous work that he's kind of known for yeah the he has like an autobiography called the seven story mountain Hmm. which i haven't read um i read a bunch of the new or uh seeds of contemplation and it's similar to this book that I have here, like the pocket Thomas Merton, where it's just like a collection of. I mean, since Graham didn't have the opportunity to do a recommendation, you have some time. Did you want to share one of his thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is. I'll just read the little preface. I actually thought of doing this. So thanks for giving me the, the way to do it here. The purpose of a book of meditations is to teach you how to think and not to do your thinking for you. Consequently, if you pick up such a book and simply read it through, you're wasting your time. As soon as any thought stimulates your mind or your heart, you can put the book down because your meditation has begun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you're yeah. wasting your time, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, read one more line. God may want you to end up somewhere else. He may have planned to give you quite a different grace than the one the author suggests you might be needing. Hmm. So that's kind of that's uh, that's not actually Thomas Merton. That's just the um, whatever you call it, the very beginning before the. The preface, the, but it kind of sets the tone for what it is. It's just things to get you thinking. Um, he's not telling you how to think, or yeah, he's not telling you what to think. But giving he's you trying a space to give you thought provoking. Yeah, thanks. Oh, I like that. Thanks. So you're gonna let Tyler so read from a monk's book from 100 years ago, <laughs> but you won't let me share my. Movie. I think it was a two person. Okay. What's the word? Do you have one, Blockage. Chris? So we can yeah. end the segment. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm gonna recommend a local business. It's called Mutters. It's a car wash. Um, place to wash your car out on gasoline alley and boy oh boy can you do it cheaply and with really cool features like an ozonator i don't really know what that does i think <laughs> it makes your car smell better and then uh, attached to the, sh- the vacuum there's a little thing that squirts shampoo onto the rug so if your rugs are smelling kind of gross <laughs> not your house rugs but your car rugs. It sounds like an ad like are they a sponsor they're not they should be mutters yeah. gasoline alley check them out nice can you tell us a little bit more since we've got some time? Sure. So they also have like a little place where you can not really. That's it. It's just a pretty normal car wash, but really good deals and a few extra features. Listeners, cool. I feel bad for you that you got a car wash and a bunks book and you didn't get mine. two great recommendations. No, they are good. They are good. 
I do appreciate them, guys. I'm a little bit offended. I'm actually shocked you're going through with this, but um, I do have editing power, so maybe I'll just like, no, insert, yeah. <laughs> insert. With a whole clip from the movie that you wanted to recommend. Um, I hope that you guys do eventually forgive me, though, and you give me a second chance. Well, third. I'll give you a third. Love the segues. Maybe you can help me learn about what it's like to have a second chance. So we've been kind of batting around this idea of um, how do you get more people interested in listening or how do you spruce up some ideas that we've had in the past and kind of make them fresh and new. And so one of the things we've talked about is maybe inviting a guest on who's been canceled or had maybe controversial ideas and thoughts that have been kind of maybe turned down from society. So would there be a way to host somebody like that and to ask them questions and get them talking about uh, how and why that happened and maybe giving them a second chance. Do you think there's space for a podcast like that? I do think there's space for a podcast like that. So let's do it. <laughs> okay. Should we do it right now? I mean, I think that like right away my head fills with that. Like how could, like I want to do it for good reasons. So why, what's the motivation behind doing something like that? I mean, it would be an interesting conversation. It could be harmonious. Um, are we there to forgive or allow people yeah. to forgive? like a conduit to forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, Chris, you even said at the beginning there, like we would do it to get listeners. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, but also like it would really challenge the, well, I guess in my head when you, when we talked about it, I was imagining having guests who were canceled or turned aside by myself, even like mm-hmm. people that I've disagreed with and no longer, have respect for, or, or, but then having them on and having a conversation with them, like that would be, yeah. Like this is a, even now as I'm like, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking of specific people and they're not all yeah. big celebrities. Like it's even, right. I'm even starting to think of just pers- acquaintances and, and local people that I've kind of discounted. Mm-hmm. But that might be startling for them to be like, Hey, thanks for having me on your podcast. The reason we asked you here <laughs> is because I've completely disavowed you. <laughs> But it's an exercise in, in in hearing somebody out. I think it's easy just to disavow and shun someone. It's hard to dig in a little bit. So it has to be a, a combination of a few things. Like they'd have to be willing to do something like that. Right. Because yeah. that's being pretty vulnerable. And they would need a motive too to be there. Like are they looking for mm-hmm. a chance to be reheard or reconsidered or potentially to to apologize well tyler you brought up an example earlier about michael richards who was kramer on seinfeld and he right. at a comedy club years and years ago this is an old reference but he made some comments that were very um extremely inappropriate and uh, basically had no career after that if mm. i recall not that I don't, I don't know if he had much going on seinfeld yeah. had ended but right. basically he you know speaking of you know cancel culture this modern thing it's not like it's it, it's been happening for a long time basically he was canceled i guess in those terms and then Tyler mentioned the the show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. He had Michael Richards on and had a really heartfelt... Did you bring it up, Chris? <laughs> I forget who brought yeah, it up. But, yeah. but a really heartfelt conversation in a, in a booth somewhere at a diner. And it's this comedy show, but all of a sudden it became very real. Mm-hmm. And you could just see the pain in, in Michael Richards' eyes and he was trying to contextualize. And I'm not saying, you know, that what 
yeah, I, I don't, I, it's just a powerful thing to give a, to have a friend on like in that moment and hear them out, I guess. Well, um, I feel like with that, with that show, one of my favorite shows, by the way, well, maybe not one of my favorite shows, but I would recommend it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Since you didn't recommend one, I get a little bonus recommendation. <laughs> um, oh, nice. A second recommendation. But I think what that does like is it takes someone who was like demonized. Is that, I think that's the right word mm-hmm. by, by the, by society. And then it, it humanizes them. So it, Jerry having him on having a person to like a, a, a good moment with him humanizes him for the, the viewers. And then that can, I think that's the powerful moment, right? Like that's what for a lot of people, they only know what they, they read about him that got him canceled. Mm-hmm. And then, so someone needs to give him a second chance. Yeah. And so but, there might be people who don't think he deserved it or who see that and still say, no, not good enough. Like yeah. that, that, doesn't make up for the bad he's done. Right. Right. Like that's totally possible. But in my eyes too, I just thought, well, that was a powerful kind of redemption arc for him in a way. Yeah. And I think if we talk about this being a reality on a podcast, let's say there's also the issue of the intention of the, of, of the guest or Michael Richards in this case, where his posture was apologetic and taking accountability. Whereas you wouldn't have somebody on who that's not their posture, who is, almost like damn right I said it or you know like, yeah so is it is a prerequisite would it have to be like a humble admission of fault right but that have to be part of the conversation because some people well, might be just trying to say hey you need to hear the whole stories to yeah to see why I'm right everyone's just canceling me just yeah. you know well, can't another, share my ideas you know yeah. another name we threw out there for this was like a, a Don cherry mm-hmm. right and I imagine that scenario like I I think I disagree with Don Cherry. I know I I feel like I disagree with Don Cherry on quite a few things. So like if we invited him to to talk to us and uh, with this premise, I imagine, and you let me know if I'm wrong. Like, I don't imagine him being apologetic. I imagine him being like like, confrontational. This is what I believe. Like, so he, it would be a platform for him to, it would really challenge our ability to be harmonious. Which, but that, I don't know what, if that's the same as, yeah, yeah, like what we're going for. That raises a few questions to me. One is like, who do we think we are that we're the ones that need to forgive somebody? Sure. Yeah. Right. Like maybe Don Cherry didn't do anything wrong. I think he did, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That could be with just, we disagree with somebody and then they're like, I don't, I don't know you an apology. The other question that I kind of come up with is, does everybody deserve a a second chance? I don't know what you think about that. Well, we should probably talk about that. Yeah. So, Chris, you ended the last segment by talking about uh, second chances, and you posed the question Does everyone deserve a second chance? Uh, which I think is definitely uh, worth talking about. Question for you guys to start. Um, okay, so the question, this is tricky because we don't have to be specific with it with our answers, but quick, it can be a short answer. Is there anyone in your guys' life who you know you have to forgive, but you haven't forgiven? Oh, great question. Yes. Okay. Do you want the example? Yeah. No, well, I, I don't feel comfortable giving you the example. You don't have example, to give the But the answer example. would be yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say yes, but no one very close to me. Okay. Like there'd be people that wouldn't even know 
that that I harbor yeah. feelings about them that <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. I would say in my case, I've probably nobody would know that I yeah, haven't forgiven them or that there was even a something in the way, but in my heart I'm holding something against them. So that tells me I haven't forgiven. And do you believe that one day you will forgive them? Yeah, I think I have to. Or and, I better. And what are you just waiting for that to happen on its own? Yeah, good question. Yeah, I think healing needs to happen maybe before I can forgive. Yeah. I have a similar thing in my life as well where it's fairly amicable. Like it's not like it's contentious. Yeah. But it's it's there and it won't. And I keep... I and keep, how do you know you haven't forgiven them? That's a really good question too. I I just feel it, I think. Yeah. There's a tension almost. It's hard to define. And I I think the frustrating thing for me in this situation, which I don't... Yeah, maybe we'll go into detail, but it's... I keep kind of waiting for that healing to maybe happen just as time passes and as mm-hmm. relationships kind of heal on their own. Um, I keep sort of waiting, but I, I also kind of, I'm a bit scared that maybe it won't happen the mm-hmm. way I think it will happen, like in a movie or something, you know, where I have mm-hmm. that moment that I keep hoping that will happen. Yeah. Um, Is there a, a difference between giving multiple chances to someone and forgiving them? Yeah, there is. Yeah. We should probably, I mean, in my mind, well, there is. And I am even in these situations, like, and I don't know if this is what you were talking about, but there's situations with people where I've definitely given lots of chances. Like, it's not like they're cut off mm-hmm. or someone's cut off or, mm-hmm. but there's something there that's not redeemed or not yeah. the way it's supposed to be. So yeah, I, I asked the question, but I agree. Like it is totally different. Like you can give someone infinite chances, but not forgive them. Well, and I heard somebody explain it this way, that forgiveness is something that actually you're instructed. Like if you're a person of faith, you're instructed, like it's not an option. You have to do it. It's like something that you're supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can forgive somebody, which kind of in their definition means you're not holding bitterness or anger against them anymore, but it wouldn't necessarily restore that person to a position where they were previously at. Restoration only happens when that person is contrite and wants to be put back into that place and shows that they can do it through new action or repentance. A person doesn't need to repent for you to forgive them. You can forgive them by just letting go of the rightful sometimes anger or injustice you hold against that person. Just letting that go can be forgiveness, but that doesn't mean restoration has occurred. Do they need to repent for you to give them another chance? That this person's, um, suggestion was yes, okay. depending on what it was, but right. Anyway, that isn't necessarily right or wrong. I just, I thought that was an interesting okay, more questions. way to frame it. Well, the, I, I need this kind of stuff because when I think about my relationships, I have a hard time defining any of it sometimes. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. mess of emotions and regrets and things like that. So it's, it helps. Yeah. Can you, can you forgive someone and still like hate them? Hmm. I would like, say no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but, about that. But I think you could mistrust them or be suspicious of them because yeah, of... Yeah, strong, like this. But if but to hate would mean like you're harboring, well, hatred, like you, yeah. you want them to die or whatever, You then you haven't forgiven them. I would... That's what I would say. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, email the show. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? What yeah. do you think, Ty? Well, hate maybe is like I intentionally use that word, but just when you were talking about that we're like, you have to forgive, right? And, you, and it, it doesn't require them asking for it. Um, I agree with that. Like, I think 
Yeah, I, I really the statement I'm going to make is very like contradictory. Like you have to love everybody, but at the same time, I still hate some people. <laughs> sure, yeah. But but can you love someone and hate what they? Yeah, maybe I'm trying to justify where I'm at with with certain people. But like, uh, say that I love somebody, but at the same time hate them and uh, have forgiven them. Like, can that all happen at the same time? Probably. Like it, I think I think relationships are complicated. So sure, there are parts of each other that we might hate. Hate's a pretty strong word, though. I don't know what you when you say hate. I don't know what you exactly mean by it. Yeah, maybe maybe hate is because well, sometimes I actually I, want harm to come to them. Is that's what I think of hate? Yeah. Like I yeah, you want that person to die or no? Yeah, and I guess yeah. Then I don't think those things can go together. So hate would be. But the way I meant it, I guess, is more like I love someone, but I have I don't want to have anything to do with them. Or I no longer want to have a relationship with that sure. person. So can you forgive someone and want nothing to do with them and not want a relationship with them? Or do you need to have a redeemed relationship with that person to have forgiven them? I don't think so. I think there's probably plenty of cases where there's been abuse or there's things that are put your safety at risk that you can forgive, but you can't restore the relationship. That has to be true. Am I wrong on that? I I think you're right, Graham and Ty, that you would, there's part of that, that you're going, okay, I'm not going to hold it anymore. I'm not going to hate them for it. I've let that go. I would count that as forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But if, if you're asking me now to live in how it used to be for that to happen, the person would have to repent. There has to be trust built over time. And, and it might not even be possible. Like you might be working towards that, for the rest of your life and not get there. You might not want to work towards it because you're not ready for it. I, I have a question, if you don't mind. <laughs> Do you think people uh, say they've forgiven some, but they haven't? Yeah. Think that think that happens? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots, yeah. But I wonder if, if I've done that too. Where I want so bad to forgive someone, but I don't know. I feel like there's something else dictating my road sometimes. But do you think it's possible sometimes people say that because that the act of doing that helps them to forgive? Yeah, probably. Like forgiveness is like an ongoing thing. If I, I could slide back into a place where I'm no longer forgiving you. So, oh yeah, I've forgiven that person. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a reminder to yourself that I forgave that person. Do you think that the more you love someone, the harder it is to forgive something? That's kind of interesting. The more you love someone, sometimes the smaller things can become... Like you'd easily overlook that in somebody you didn't know too well, yeah. but it's like, I live with you. So that really drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then why what? do you think that like when it comes to celebrity stuff, which is a little different, we're talking about like, why do people lose their minds? It's so visceral. Yeah. You don't even know these people, you know, and you just, is it just easy? Is it just fun in vogue? Like we hold them to a crazy standard mm-hmm. and then when they don't meet it, we... Maybe yeah. it's like a place where we funnel our unkept. Well, it might be healthier to funnel that yeah. that anger towards yeah. a celebrity than like your family member who lets you down or yeah. a friend or a coworker. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fine. That's why I I was thinking just are are you quicker to forgive someone that's close to you who you love because you you need to. Like you just you can't survive. I think so. That and I think that's like when you forgive or, or even 
now I think we can kind of talk about giving second chances too in this conversation. Like if someone hurts you, um, whether that's like a friend or a family member, um, coworker, you, if you're in close proximity with them, there's a motivator to forgive them or give them another chance because you are getting something out of that relationship. Like if there's brokenness there, it's going to be hard on both. Yeah. It's hard on you too. Yeah. Right. Right. So like if I can't, if I'm in a home with someone that I'm not getting along with, it's better for me to not have to like that conflict there. But Tyler, I don't think everybody thinks that way. Some people would think I'm in a relationship with somebody. So if I don't get my way on this, um, it's going to be hell for me. So I better make sure that I'm real. I don't budge. Like, I think people think that way as well. Like stubbornness. Like, yeah. Or pride. It sounds like pride. Pride maybe. But I like the way you're talking like that. If everybody acted like that, there'd be a lot of peace in the homes. Well, you're making it. I'm kind of saying it's selfish, like selfish forgiveness. Like you're, you're more likely to forgive someone if it's going to benefit you directly. But don't you think some of those things are built in to us? Like, yeah, it's going to go well for you if you do things the right way. It's also going to go well for you by design. I don't think that is something you have to don't, you don't have to worry about that. Like it's, yeah, it's your mate. It's made that way. Like volunteering makes you feel good. Eating healthy. That's a bad example. Music makes you feel good. Music. So a number of years ago, I don't know how many anymore, but there was this uh, serial killer named Jeffrey Dahmer. You guys remember him? <laughs> he was, he killed and ate a lot of people, but he uh, went to jail and was murdered in prison. And I remember the comments this was before like comments were a thing online, but maybe it was somebody who phoned into a talk show and it's kind of like, there was a story that he perhaps um, confessed in prison and, and repented and. I think even like had a religious experience where he, I don't know if he had met with a chaplain or something and, and prayed and, and all that. And this guy's comment was like, well, if God can forgive Jeffrey Dahmer, then I don't want any part of a God like that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not the God I know sort of a thing. And Mm -hmm. I just remember that left such a big impression on me Mm because my thought was like, if God can't forgive Jeffrey Dahmer, then right. I don't know what you think about that, but. Well, I, yeah. I'd agree. I when you started to say the comment about uh, if a god can't or can, I was thinking he was going to say, "If God can forgive Jeffrey Dahmer, like that's awesome. Like then, oh I, yeah, then no, like was, I'm going to be forgiven, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and that's how I think of it. But <laughs> right. he was the complete opposite. Like I don't want to know a god who can forgive Jeffrey Dahmer was kind of the thing. So, and then it's like for that person who made that comment, like where is their line then? Mm -hmm. Like where could, could he have killed three people and not eaten them and not eaten or like was, was God like, no, you ate them. Yeah. That's That's over the line. You're beyond redemption. Right. So, so there's limits to human redemption. No question about it. I get it. At the very beginning you asked like, does everyone deserve a second chance? And I don't think we ever really answered it, but I'll try right now. Like I think, I think everybody does like even, even Jeffrey Dahmer's deserve a second chance, but not necessarily from the person that they harmed. Like, and everyone deserves it, but it it doesn't mean it's going to look 
like a literal like second chance to do the exact same thing right. again. Like we're putting you in a position to do what you did before. Right. And like even with relationships, like if someone breaks it, does something and hurts hurts a relationship and that relationship is broken, they deserve a sec they deserve a second chance, but that doesn't mean they need to be back with that same person mm -hmm. again. Well like, in like my mind. John Dahmer would go to prison. Yeah, so like, you're, you're 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 not going you, you, to set him free to live, and, and but but you have and consequence. That's right, and because yeah. he is he is a human and created in Christ's image, like he is deserving of chances and deserving of forgiveness. But like, <laughs> yeah. it's not safe <laughs> to like, right. he, like yeah. yeah, you don't put him back in his apartment complex or make him a scout leader, right? Right. So I yeah. So you guys don't believe in the death penalty? Is what you're saying? I used to. Did you? What changed your mind? Um, the movie now with Sean Penn. I forget what it's called. Dead Man Walking. With uh, Susan Sarandon? Is she yeah. That yeah. I mean, this was years and years. I haven't believed in it for ages, but yeah, yeah that movie totally. Because I def definitely believed, oh, you've done something so terrible, your life should be in exchange for what you've yeah. done. And there are times when there's kind of human natural consequences. Like if you live in certain ways that you are in a riskier lifestyle and that could end up costing you your life. So I get those kind of things, but yeah, I don't think as a justice, a way of justice, we should be doing that. I think I heard something years ago that was to the effect of if there's even a chance that you make a mistake and they're not guilty, then you probably shouldn't do it at all. Sort of, sort of thing. Like if you kill yeah. someone by accident and they didn't yeah. do it, well, it's like if there's any chance of that, maybe that shouldn't be a, mm, the consequence. If that makes sense. I don't it, know. It's, it's a, it's a punitive action. Right. Like we're punishing you by killing you, mm -hmm. but like most sentences or the way I think the sentencing should be is th not necessarily punitive, but um, restorative and also keeping like safety of others in mind. Right. Right. So like in a case like Jeffrey Dahmer or someone who sentenced to death, like you can keep other people safe with, without punishing this person like to by, death, to death, like yeah. by like electrocuting right. them or poisoning yeah. them. Like, right. Like that's, that's a part of, I don't think I've ever been thought that that was the right thing to do, but, um, I teach a lot of students who do think that is like just, yeah. right. Because like the act, like the, the consequence fits the, fits the crime or mm -hmm. something, but a weird movie that plays or book, if you've read a time to kill yeah. is like, it's kind of both sides of that, right? Cause they're, somebody does something terrible to some kids and do I think those guys deserve to die? Kind of, because it was so awful. And then the dad of the kids kills them. And then he's on trial to go to death row. Okay. Right? But he's he's basically carried out revenge for what happened to his daughter. Yeah. And so then, yeah, then you're thinking, does he deserve the death penalty? It's kind of an interesting wait, wait, switcheroo. Wait, so do people deserve second chances? They deserve them. Yeah. But is there anybody that you guys know in your lives <laughs> that you have given many chances to and you will continue to. I, I assume yeah. everyone's got people like that. Like, yeah. I, I, like my kids? Like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> kids. kids are a good example because that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and why can't you allow everybody that? Is, yeah, what, what makes me want to do that for some people and not others? Yeah. Uh, on some level, I feel responsible for my kids' behavior as their parent. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it yeah. wasn't for the kids thing. Yeah, no, I, I get that. But yeah, I like the idea of it doesn't have to be me who gives the person a second chance. Yeah. And right. it doesn't I've have never to look, thought about it that way. It doesn't way. have to look exactly like what they want. 
right? Yeah. But like they're they're deserving of future chances. But are they going to get exactly what they want? And should they? Probably not. I, Have you ever had a second chance? Like a, something yes. serious. I don't yeah. mean like <laughs> I failed my learner's test and they let me do it again. But like something big. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I remember sort of feeling it in those moments too, of like realizing what it was and appreciating it, I guess, or, or being very thankful for it. Is anyone going to share like their, their actual thing? Well, if we have a Patreon I, exclusive. I, mean, I can, but yeah. <laughs> you go ahead and talk for a second. I'll, I'll think of one to share. Well, I, I mean, I can just say like, even, even in my, like my marriage early, earlier on in our relationship when we were just dating, there's a couple times where like, she easily could have been like, nah, we're good. You know, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not talking about anything like crazy. I'm just, you know, there's times no, like you murdered an eight year guy, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Right? Where I was so thankful because right? I, because I realized like I didn't have to have that second chance. Like I realized that that yeah, it would have made sense if I didn't up. get it. Right. Yeah. We mess up. That's not a, a super vulnerable example, but. Well, that'd be, that'd be the same. I'd have the same, the same one. We actually, we did actually break up before, like we, we dated, Krista and I dated and then broke up and I thought that that was it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then 20 years later, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I've had a few chances. Um, Okay. You can edit this out, Graham, if you think it's too much. Oh. So Shannon and I have been together for a long time. We got together in high school and, um found out that she was pregnant when we were in high school. So we went to tell our parents and that was probably the worst couple encounters with human beings I've ever had in my life to kind of fess up to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were talking with her parents. Her dad was a dairy farmer and he was at, you know, they were asking us questions. And one of the questions was like, so what are you going to do now? And I kind of started to get my back up to kind of like, you know, I'll, I'm going to be able to take care of this kid and, and he said, because you could work here if you want. And just that hmm. kind of disarming, but also the second chance I felt kind of in that moment. Wow. Like the, I'm never obviously going to forget that. But mm-hmm. um, the grace, even in a moment when you're hearing news that you probably didn't want to hear as a parent yeah. and then offering um, grace to a punk kid, uh, that was quite something. That's amazing. Yeah. Because, you know, you've been there in that moment where there's, the reaction's almost visceral. You almost can't control a reaction to something that's yeah. so intense, but then to be able to, well, and my reaction well, was yeah. to get my back right, up. Right? right. And it's like, that's right. Uh, oh, yeah. wow. and then it's just like letting the air out of the balloon, but I'm going to keep that. in. It's a cool story. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tyler, can you beat that? That yes. story <laughs> <laughs> off air. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's uh, leave it there. We started our talk this evening with trying to um, push our podcast into new directions, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, in a harmonious way, I think we could yeah. take the same idea. We don't want to lose that. No, but with maybe reaching out, we weren't sure. We talked about forgiveness, redemption, second chances, um, bring guests on who have, you know, done something wrong or have been canceled, quote unquote. Uh, Tyler, have we... Have we reached a point where we can define this podcast going forward? What do you think? <laughs> well, 
I think there's still some, I still have questions. Like what's the, what's the point of the second chance? Like if we're having someone on who, who's made a mistake in our eyes or the public's eyes, is the point to like, just give a platform to have them to, to speak? Like, is that the chance they're getting? Like, here's your chance to redeem yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause I was thinking a, f- a cool title might be like quoting dumb and dumber, like, and you completely, or you totally <laughs> redeemed yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like give I them like, like that chance. Like this is your chance yeah. to like get people to like you again. Right. Is that what it is? Or is it like us extending like a, an olive branch, like saying like, Hey, you've done some stuff, but we're still, we still want to talk to you. Yeah. Or is it like mistakes I've made? And then how did you work through that? Like, where are you now? Kind of, or. Cause oftentimes people who are in the public eye or even, or even not people that we know something happens and then just time passes and then you just sort of forget. Yeah. And so it's a chance to kind of like recontextualize or. Like compared to what people are saying now, that actually wasn't so bad. We forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to make some happier jingles for that, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. uh, For our listeners here, just in case you're not like clear on this, we're we're just talking about some ideas going forward. We're just spitballing. Yeah, this has been like an evening of just talking about what we could do with the podcast. It led into a great talk, but we're going to be doing our thing and, and keeping going no matter what, so. I think um, they know that Don Cherry is not on the episode 62. I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I felt I, a little silly, like talking as if like that was just be an easy thing to do. So no. Yeah. Although you oh, never know. You we've, never had know. Some, we've had some amazing guests. Yeah. Um, but I think going forward, I think it's, I love the idea because we've been, we've got some critical feedback from listeners before about that. We'd like to try and talk about civil discourse and model it, but we've, we've never really had the chance to, confront someone who is opposed to us and either a respectful or, or aggressive. We've never really had that. So this could lend itself to that kind of conversation potentially. Yeah. How do you harmoniously work your way through somebody you really disagree with or somebody yeah. who is claiming they want to try again? Or maybe there's these people who want to go on like the redemption tour arc, you know, where they like get back in the public eye again, they get on a, a a show or something, but we're such a small time podcast that it's like a, it's like a trial run, it's like yeah. a dry run. Like just see yeah. how it goes. Starting point. <laughs> right. Like just small on you. Get a little bit of feedback. In. Yeah. We can let you know. Our listeners can let you know, and then you can go on. You're ready for the big time. You know, Rogan or something like that. <laughs> Talk about aliens. Maybe we can get Rogan. <laughs> vitamin D or something. <laughs> <laughs> Love the vitamin D. Yeah. Because Rogan fans, let's talk about Rogan at the time. Um, yeah. Well, that was a really nice discussion and I forgive you both. Thank you. I feel good about that. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you forgive me for what I did. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't feel like I needed to forgive you. Just needed you to know that there were consequences to your right. actions. Yeah. We needed to teach a lesson. That's right. Do I get a confession tonight? Tyler, you have to do, do you all the confessions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I got plenty. <laughs> So earlier um, in our conversation, I mentioned um, the death penalty and being uh, opposed to that. And and I think I said something like everyone deserves a second chance or Mm -hmm. infinite chances or or something along those lines. 
But my confession is that I actually, I don't know if I really think that because I, I love a good revenge film and uh, like a, a John Wick, like where, where someone's just, just killing a ton of people. Like I, something inside me really likes that and says, yeah, you go get them. Yeah. Like they killed your dog. Like this vigilante they deserve to die. And all their like henchmen, all their yeah. like underlings, like they also deserve to die just for being associated with this, this person. So my confession is that I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. I think I've confessed to this before, mm-hmm. but um, because I, I do truly enjoy a revenge story, yeah. which is opposed to what we've been talking about this whole night. I'm being. I'm questioning who you really are at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Will the real Tyler please stand up? Thanks, Tyler. My confession is a. It's a quick one, but made me laugh. Um, I drive to school with Harvey every day and drive home, and usually he gets stuck on like one song he wants. So it's like the same song on the way there, same song home for a couple of weeks, and then we change it up. So for a while there, we had the Batman Forever soundtrack in the car. I have this just random old CDs, right? So we threw in the Batman Forever soundtrack, and track one on that is... Kiss Me, Kill Me? There we go. So it's U2. And I love that song. Yeah, and it's called mm-hmm. Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. But I didn't really want Harvey to be singing Kill Me. <laughs> like, I just didn't like that being a part yeah. of... So he asked me what it was called, and I just sort of quickly responded, oh, this is called Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. Like, I just sort of said, kiss me twice, because I couldn't think fast enough about, like, what a fake... So I lied to him. Yeah. I said, this song is... And so for the next few weeks he would listen to it and every once in a while he'd say like he doesn't sound like he's saying kiss me again <laughs> i'm like oh i think he is like i what, yeah, i don't know what else it could be and i i guess i guess the confession is that like i don't think it'd be that tough of a conversation to have with my son that i just keep lying to him over and over again that the song is not called holby throw me kiss me kiss me and it just became he said it, it became embarrassing i love that he likes that song though oh he loves it yeah it's a good song hmm. We're off that now. That's We're onto some, uh, onto some uh, big wreck now, actually. But anyway. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Better yet. Okay, good one. Thanks, Graham. Um, I'm going to, well, my confession comes from the fact that I'm following up on your guys' recommendation to watch Bosch. I think Tyler well, I think that? I think Ryan Langlois recommended yeah, it. Right. And then I, I've watched it since, so I might have mentioned it once. But. Okay, so I'm watching it in season three. And one thing that I've noticed is, boy, did they love the audio of like doors opening and closing. It's the most noticeable thing ever. But the other thing that happens (laughs) when these guys get into their car is he never puts his seatbelt on. Never. And here's what I'm going to confess. I'm so jealous of that. (laughs) Like I get that seatbelts are important. They do what they do. But I, every time I'm watching, I'm like, I just wish I could drive without a seatbelt like Bosch. I think it's cool. cool. I think it's (laughs) like sort of rebellious and it's also just looks easier and freer, less confining. Yeah. And I realize it can save your life in an accident, but yeah. So the confession is that it's a stupid thing to wish I could do, but I wish I didn't have to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. That's that's a good confession. Like Bosch, my hero. You could just start living that lifestyle. No, because I don't want to get a ticket (laughs) and I don't want to die, but no, I like not wearing my seatbelt. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of when I watch movies or shows with a lot of smoking and I've never been a smoker and don't like it, but I still think it can look so cool sometimes. Bosch also smokes and he he looks cool. Does he look cool? Yeah. I gotta watch this Bosch show. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Smoking, no seatbelt wearing. Can I share my recommendation real quick? 
Ty, what do you think? Um, Give him a second chance. In the no, only if a listener emails us <laughs> at harmoniousgentleman. <laughs> so I won't get any more recommendations until that happens. Of what you're saying, or this specific one? Well, I just meant today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking yeah. of getting in touch with the show, right? Yeah, you should email us, and we've just been loving the emails we've received lately mm-hmm. at harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. Yeah, and we're on social media. Check us out there. Yeah. Well, and we just, I did something with a live thing on Instagram. So you might be able to see that, I think. Or not. We I don't know. <laughs> or if you saw it, let us know. No, but I think what really uh, we'd appreciate the most, if you do want to help us out, is tell someone about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'd love to, to reach and hear from new people. Yeah. If you feel like just sending me a shirt. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's something you could do. <laughs> you could, uh, in... In addition to giving Chris clothing, you could uh, <laughs> you could go to Blind Man or Slanter and Tribe and let them know the podcast sent you. Oh, That'd be kind of cool. I love that idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. But thanks for listening. You've been with us for well, we don't know how long, but potentially sixty-one episodes. So thanks for listening. And uh, I guess we'll see you guys next time. We have a guest coming up in uh, the next couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, from then, who knows where we'll be? Yeah. Who knows? If, I don't know when Don Cherry can come on, but we'll we'll let you know. Yeah. And if you if you really didn't like this episode, just uh, just give us another chance. Yeah. If you you've probably given a few by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could give us three or four more. Yeah. Good night. Harmonious gentlemen.